Hi friend, welcome to Heartbeats, a storytelling podcast taking place in an extraordinary land filled with ordinary people. I am your storyteller Xander, and here with me are Rob and Jazz. So let's take a trip into town and see what's going on, shall we? Last time you guys finally got into town, you talked to the mayor, had a wonderful conversation, uh, met the other person who was new to Heartbeats, uh, Sven, who seems to be kind of rude and in a hurry to uh, that excavation site that you uh, that he mentioned. Uh, Jazz, you met a wonderful individual by the name of Astrin and made dinner plans. And Rob, you found a lost dog poster. And you guys are currently at the inn. And it's the middle of the day. So what would y'all like to do? Um, having having got our bags um, packed and, and sorted in our rooms, um, I think... Um, uh, Jacques is gonna knock knock on um, Charlene's door. Yes, just a minute. And you can hear like the shutting of like four drawers and doors, and ow, ah, oh! and like the window shuts, and there's just this flurry of of noise. <laughs> and then it goes silent for a second, and the door opens. Okay, I think I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, we need to go find that dog. Let's go find that dog. Um, and we'll lead the way downstairs. At this point, Charlene's going to pull out her notebook and be flipping back through like eight pages of notes. And um, see, Jesse Winfall. That's who we need to talk to. Um, that's the name that was on the poster. And I'd like to roll an investigation. Okay. To figure out the best place in Heartbeats to start, I guess. Or okay. go to the poster and investigate uh, you, the poster? You do have uh, the address. Oh, I have the address. Okay. Yes. Uh, where that address is, you don't know. Could I roll either a persuasion for Jeffrey or an investigation of like what I know about the town? Uh, yeah, if you want to talk to Jeffrey, he might know. You know, he's okay. been in the town for, you know, 40-something years. Can I roll an investigation with Jeffrey? my question or um, would that be a persuasion no if you are asking questions in an investigative manner then yeah i would say you can do investigation that okay. works that works with your character because i get a plus one for being an interviewer yeah so <laughs> it's one um, of the custom things I so did. jeffrey is actually like sitting in a chair behind the desk this time okay and he he's reading a a book okay so um i'm going to roll first and then kind of role play whatever that number is um so my investigation is int plus int plus one for being an interviewer and i'm rolling d8s it's int okay. plus int plus interview isn't it great <laughs> that's good uh oh oh that's um seven plus five is 12 so 13 so uh, if only you know the secret rule that 13 is a bad number Oh. <laughs> oh no i'm joking okay 13 that's pretty good okay so right. i i go up to jeffrey mm -hmm. and i go jeffrey um is there a like a map i have an address of someone i need to go talk to and i wasn't sure how to make my way around town do you have a map that we could borrow or take with us a map no we don't have a map uh, it, how about if I tell you an address, could you give me directions? Yeah. 
give him, I show him, like, the address for Jesse. Uh, I, I need to meet with Jesse. Do you know where to find them? Yeah. Uh, Jesse lives. And he ge- he gives you the uh, address. Or not the address. He, po- he gives you the directions. Um, you know, he's like, yeah, it's just a little bit outside of the main town where a bunch of the residential houses are. Uh, hers is the most unique one. It's just a solid color of green and blue. Green and blue. Solid color. Got it. Um, thanks for your help, Jeffrey. You've been fantastic. He, he uh, kind of cracks a smile and he goes, thank you. And he goes back to reading his book. With you his, know, like, you've face. got a really nice smile. I hope I can see it more often. You probably will. Great. Jacques, let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Um, and as we as we leave the inn, Jacques kills every shoulder. Bye, Jenny. He just waves. Bye, Jacques. That that's Jeffrey. Ah, oh, Jeffrey. We're gonna go see Jesse next. It'd be it'd be so much easier if everyone in this town, including myself, had different names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it takes y'all, you know, not too terribly long to find this house. It, it's a house that, like, so all the other houses are pretty colorful in their own way. Typically, their landscaping is more colorful than the actual, like, uh, stonework houses. Uh, but this one does stick out because it is a very teal color. It's a big mix of blue and green. Is there evidence out front of, like, nod on bushes or, like, muddy paw prints or anything that would indicate this used to be the house of a dog. Uh, I don't know. Roll me a investigation. Ooh. I'll roll that as well. Okay. I do not get my bonus on this one because I'm not talking to a person. Ooh. Five. Okay. Nine. Okay. Uh, so you guys do both know notice that there is like, uh, so to describe this house, so you have the house, and in front of the house, a bit ways is like a cobblestone, uh like wall that borders the house with a gate in front of it. Uh, and the gate is uh, wide open. Uh, you do see that there is a, not necessarily like a dog house, but kind of like a platform that has like a, a bedding there. And it has a bit of a covering of sorts. Like if it was like a nice chill pad for a dog, it doesn't have any actual walls. It's just like a nice comfy area for like the dog to like a dog to chill in. But outside I, that, this, I know this is not what you're talking about, but I just have this mental image of like a dog with a pair of comfy heads on, headphones on listening to like lo-fi hip hop. <laughs> that's okay. I thought there was literally ice underneath it. So. Oh yeah, dog. Ch- Ooh, that's a bit sinister. <laughs> Dogs like ice cubes in their water. Yeah, so you do see that. So it look, looks like this might be, you know, a dog could uh, also live at this residence. Awesome. So we walk up and I have um, my notebook out. I'm kind of referencing mm-hmm. notes and uh, walk up to the front door. Do you want to knock or should I? Uh, should we just yell for them? I'll just do it. And Jacques knocks once on the door, crisply and clearly. You hear from inside the house, come, come, is that you? And and you hear like <laughs> running and footsteps and the door swings open in this, uh, this fairly tall woman. She's about a, as tall as you, Jacques, uh, is looking down but then, like, moves her head up and sees you two. Oh, hi. You're hi. not Gum Gum. No, no but um, we're, 
we're here about Gum Gum. Are are you Jesse? <gasps> yes. Th- uh, did you find him? But uh, sorry. So you are your Miss Wainscott. That is correct. The the from the poster. Uh, Miss Windfall, yes, oh, but you Windfall. can just call me Jesse. Ah, uh, okay, Jesse. Um, uh, yeah, we read we read your poster. We want to help. Um, uh, I'm Jacques, and I'm Charlene, and we we'd like to help find Gum Gum. Um, and we were wondering if you had information on like how long he's been gone, or where he usually likes to hang out. His favorite foods. Um, his favorite television programs. Is there television in the world, Xander? Uh yeah yeah there's okay, there's sorry, television just, in the world yeah, okay that's awesome <laughs> is he um a Sagittarius or a Leo oh I I don't know what those two things are uh, so that's I, okay I, I saw it on a, a TV show once it was what the cops ask I I thought it might be helpful and he Jacques turns and and looks at and Charlene and says um this is how you investigate right yes Jacques you ask really good questions. Oh, thank you. Well, uh, to answer like your first question, uh, he's been gone for almost a full week now. It's very unlike him to, you know, even leave the house. What 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 breed is he? It's like, uh, you know, he, you know, he he's a dog, brown hair, short, no, discernible breed. I swear to God, Xander, if he's a wolf. And um, Sh- Char- Charlene, uh. Roll me a perception, please. Okay. Uh, since, since you have the most insight into people you've you've done interviews before. I mean, I do have a bonus to insight if you'd like me to do that. Oh, yeah. Instead. Roll me insight. Yes. Insight. Okay. Sorry. That's what I meant That's to okay. say. <laughs> oh, dear. Spirit plus spirit. Yeah. Okay. Spirit plus spirit. So I have human conviction. So as being a human, I get a plus one to my insight. Um, it's spirit plus spirit, uh, which I'm doing uh, 2d6. All right. I rolled double fours. Ooh, nice. Uh, so that would be a total of a nine. Yeah. Uh, so you notice from her, t- uh, obviously her tone of voice, and like she, her eyes are kind of shifting when, tr- you know, trying to explain the dog's breed as if she's like hiding something about it specifically. Jesse, do you have like a, a picture maybe or a sketch of what Gum Gum looked like? It might help us figure out what we're looking for better. Uh, un- unfortunately. Do I need to roll a persuasion? Uh, yeah, yeah, roll persuasion. You're trying to okay. persuade, yeah. Uh, so much rolling. Uh, this is going to be int plus spirit, which is a d8 and a d6. Uh, and I don't get any bonuses. Uh, it's a five. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she looks at y'all and she goes, yeah, I, I do have a picture. Um, And she kind of looks at you and she's like, Oh, wait, I, you two are new. Yeah, actually, um, we came in on the train this afternoon. Um, I'm Charlene. I work for the, the newspaper in Borealis. Uh, I'm your new reporter. I thought I'd start with a good human interest piece and help you find your lost dog. Um, I, I'm I'm Jacques, and I'm currently self-unemployed. Great. Um. Yeah. Here. Um. Whew. And she kind of looks a bit worried. She's like, I do have a picture. Um. Just. And she kind of like reaches around like, uh, the the door frame where you can't see, and picks up and like holds up, 
Uh, so she holds a picture frame in her hands. It's, it's backwards. And she's like, uh, just don't freak out. Uh, since most of the townspeople aren't particularly fond of these things. And she turns the picture around and you see her with um, a weird creature. It does have features like a dog. It has like pointed up ears. It has like a dog tail. Uh, though it kind of looks like a like a goblin of sorts. Okay. Uh, is it brown? Yes, it has brown it have fur. fur. Yeah, it has fur all over its body. Uh, it's and it's body... dog shaped, not just goblin shaped. So it is human. It's like humanoid shaped, so it's very goblin shaped. It just has like a dog head. You can see okay. that its feet are like paws, and it's uh like his legs are kind of bending, like if he had like hind dog legs and he's like standing upright and and as as weirdly grotesque as this uh dog blin as i like to call him how i'm describing it it actually looks really cute (laughs) despite it being like a weird goblin hybrid uh it would be more akin to probably a kobold just dog and not lizard i Mm, guess yep i get you like a null yeah, yeah, like a null. It's, it's kind of like a null, except it's a dog blend because dogs are cool. Um. <laughs> All right, so Charlene looks back through her notes um, as she's kind of inspecting this picture and goes, oh, that's, you put on the poster that sometimes he walks on two legs. I, I get it now. Um, thank you for the picture. That's really helpful. Have I ever seen one of these before? Uh, No. In Borealis, they don't they don't have dog blends. No. Um, okay. So, uh, I'm gonna let y'all know this. So y'all's knowledge, um, unless your backstory de- uh, determines it, um, you guys haven't really went outside of what is referred to as a uh, high civilized society. So like big cities, big towns, where stuff like odd monsters or creatures. Uh, are on the outskirts like those that doesn't exist they've been either pushed back or eliminated you know not to cause issues in heartbeats because it's on the border uh these are very stuff like this is very plentiful uh so for most odd creatures you guys would have no true experience like some of the stuff like if you saw a goblin you would know because those are talked about often but a dog blin, not necessarily that seemed, that it would be an oddity but yeah so g- going back to the scene she's like yeah uh he does stand on two legs he's quite adorable i really miss him though i i i don't know if this might help but you know like i said he doesn't really leave the house or or the yard though he's uh he keeps talking about you know having new friends um did you just say he keeps talking uh, her her lips like pinch and kind of like suck in. Uh, she's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Gum Gum can kind of talk a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. So if I'm understanding correctly, he's not really a dog at all. Uh, no, he's a dog blin. But like you the know? dog bits, maybe a misnomer, even. No, no, look. Look, he has dog ears and a dog tail. It's okay. a dog. Well. Clearly. He's just, you know, what some might call uh, a monster. 
So you guys are now walking uh, toward the forest. As Jesse explained uh, for the Silverman, she'll talk to her, is that Gum Gum talked about his friends who lived in the woods. Uh, and she might be afraid that he went to go play with them and is, you know, hurt because, you know, he's never really left the house that she kept saying, you know, several times over and over again. Uh, so y'all are kind of heading toward that direction, toward the forest that are that are kind of uh, behind the those residential houses that are pretty spread out from each other. Um, so um, Jacques and Charlene are just wandering out of town, um, heading towards the forest. Um, and um, as they're walking along, um, Jacques got his umbrella under his arm and he's sort of peering around quizzically. Um, and he says to Charlene, um, it's, it's funny. I didn't, I didn't think I'd be entering the town and leaving the town quite this quickly. I mean, I know we're coming back, but it's kind of funny that we're, you know, <laughs> saying that we're residents and then leaving so quickly and coming in and going and all that kind of stuff. And oh. So, uh, monsters, huh? Uh, yeah, monsters. Also, Jacques, you, you know we're still technically, like, in the area of heartbeats. We're not really leaving town just because it doesn't feel like we're in a city. Doesn't mean we're leaving town town hmm. you know what right monsters okay uh i'm not really used to monsters dogblins kind of new for me but i mean i think i got a pretty good sketch of the picture she showed us of gum gum so let's see if we can find some dog prints i i have i have some experience with monsters um my my old boss um um, Mr. Mr. Kane, um, he was a full orc, um, and um, um, and that's uh, uh, this is not a race thing. Like he was, he was also as a personality a full orc. Oh, well, um, fantastic! So you have more experience with this than I do. I'm really glad you're here. You know, I'm gonna look at the footprints over this way. And I'd like to roll tracking question mark. Yeah. Uh, um, so these are so um, these are new kinds of skills uh, for the players and for you guys because I, I remember I changed these. So tracking is a unique skill. It's what is referred to as a soft skill. Uh, so the check that has to be made for tracking is intelligence plus something you feel would be more applicable. Uh, so these skills can always change. So for tracking, in this case, you can do intelligence plus intelligence. Um, or you can do intelligence plus strength if you're trying to, like, move stuff to, like, get in or get into the dirt, you know. Uh, whatever specific action you're doing to do this tracking is the other dice that gets implemented. Great. Um, so it already has intelligence and... Charlene's highest stat is an intelligence, but I don't feel like at this point this would be an int int roll for her. Um, I'd like to roll int spirit um, because I feel like she's in the woods and she's tracking a monster and she's trying to logically figure out where the dog prints go, but at the same time figure out like the essence or the spirit of a dog blend. Um, so I'd like to roll spirit int for this. With spirit and intelligence? Yeah. Okay. 
You can absolutely roll that. I, I'm trying not to min-max her and actually do something that makes sense. No, absolutely. Your your reasoning works. Okay, so I got a three and a two, so that is a five for trekking. Okay, yeah, so uh, as you guys get to the border of the forest and you start kind of getting uh, near the tree line and in the tree line, uh, you start walking along it to see if you can see anything, you know, any kind of tracks or anything, and... Um, you do notice some like, uh, like dog, you know, dog prints though. They're kind of, they're slightly odd just because they're not like how you would imagine some, a creature on four legs would walk as if it was two. And you kind of get a bit of a sense like this might be the, the way to go is following the set of tracks opposed from like the other like animal tracks you've seen as you walk. I'd like to... Could you describe, like, the environment a little bit more? There's something that I think I want to try with winter magic, but I'd, I'd like to have a better idea of, like, the temperature and the climate. So, yeah, so it's about summertime. You know, it's not too hot out, but, you know, it's nice and warm. Um, the trees are nice. Like, nice big evergreen trees are pretty thick. Uh, the grass is getting... Like, the further in you guys walk, the... Th- the thicker it gets, it gets to about like maybe mid calf is as high as these things go. You have some wildflowers here and there, uh, but that's like the environment you are currently in and about to walk further into. Okay. And it does seem to get kind of not like super dark, but very shady on the inside because the sun's being kind of obscured a little bit with a bits of sun rays kind of going through the forest between the the tree leaves and stuff. So we think we're going in the right direction. Um, I'm going to turn to Jacques after we've been going for a while. I feel like I know we're going the right direction, but I don't, I don't know where we're going really. Like, Hmm. I don't know how far we're going. I mean, we could be across the border for all I know. I mean, do you, do you know maybe where we're going and, yeah, can I was can out I roll, this way? Can I roll playing counterpoint to um to Charlene's tracking roll? Can I roll um navigation to sort of be keeping track of where we're going? Jacques keeps um like as opposed to being looking around, Jacques is sort of keeping track of where they've been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since you're trying to remember and recall your path, yeah, um, and recall from which direction you came from and stuff. Yeah, that would be intelligence in, plus in, intelligence. Yeah. For oh, I get a plus one concentration. Yeah, uh, are you concentrating on I this? I think so, yeah. You're focusing. Okay, then yeah, you can use your concentration. Um, Seven. Seven? Yeah, so judging from where you have walked from, you, you have kept going straight. You haven't really, even though you're walking around uh, trees, you're still going straight from where y'all entered. You, you've only been walking for maybe about 15-odd minutes, so you're not like too far too far in uh but you do believe you're going the right way in uh real quick with that seven can you roll me a perception which is sure. dex plus intelligence dex plus intelligence mm-hmm. it's five yeah so you hear uh some growling up ahead up ahead uh like constant growling of of a few creatures it's not one specific growling it's it's kind of a few and you do hear one big, like, yelping sound. Um, hearing the yelp, um, 
Jacques Jacques turns to Charlie and said, um, oh, I, I heard something there. Quick, I, I was a yelp. We've got to quickly, quickly. And he is going to sort of start um, running forward. She's going to be close on his heels right after him. Um, she's tucked um, anything that was in her hands into her pockets and into her jacket. And um, she wants both of her hands free while they run up. Okay. Uh, so you guys run and you guys get to uh, like a little, like a small little clearing. I would say this clearing is about like uh, 10 foot in diameter of sorts. And what you come upon is you do see gum gum uh, biting into the neck of this uh, odd, another odd creature. It has like the facial features of what you would picture a fox to have though it has scales like a lizard going around in and up its ears. And you can see that laid flat are uh, odd misshapen wings with a, with a, and its body goes from like having the like two like claws that are kind of flailing about to like a snake's lower body. So it has like a little snake body. Uh, and, it, and you hear it kind of call out like, Gum gum, stop! Um, what do y'all do seeing this this display of gum gum biting into like this the neck of this uh, odd lizardy creature? So Jacques has an ability um, called weird, um, which is kind of a, a thing that um, Xander and I brewed up for this, um, where um, odd things just tend to happen around him, um, and so. Um, as as um, Jacques uh, rush, rushes into this scene, he starts to rush forward to split the pair apart. The way um, weird works is I roll a deep percentage dice, and the higher I roll, the weirder things get, basically. So I'm going to roll 100, a d100 now, and we'll see what happens. Oh, buddy. Uh, that was 84%. 84? Okay, so... As you run in and you're about to run in to try to, like, break this up, um, what comes floating down um, above you with a booming voice that goes, Enough! You both look up and see this floating big raccoon with a giant, like, (laughs) raccoon tail. Like, the tail is flapping as it's floating down. Uh... And as it lands, it has, oddly enough, it looks like a raccoon. It looks like a tanuki. And it's it's standing upright. It has this big belly. It's really fuzzy. It's really cute. And it, But it's wearing a tie and a top hat. And it, see, it looks up at you two and looks down at Gum Gum in this uh, lizard fox snake thing. Gum Gum, get off, get off of Bianca. And Gum Gum just, like, gets up, stands, and... You know, head is dejected downward. What, who you now know is Bianca. Kind of sl- slithers and coils up, like kind of leaning upright once again. Uh, and you guys see this, <laughs> this, this thing that just happened. Charlene's hands uh, were empty, and she just kind of like starts going around her jacket and her pockets, and she's trying to find her notebook. And then she eventually <laughs> finds her pencil, and her pencil drops. And so she has to, like, lean down and find the pencil, but she refuses to look away from the raccoon man. And so she's trying to find the pencil in the pine needles 
and like the, the grass <laughs> without the looking pineals. away and it's yeah. just really comical um so the raccoon uh looks up at you two and just goes you two should not be here in our forest what brings you here uh he sounds very like like oddly enough um you you guys have probably have experienced plays and he sounds like if he had rehearsed this line as if he was in a play. Yeah. Can I actually, I've got another role to make. Yeah, um, go for it. I'm, I, as an elf and as to um, the kind of circles of society that Jacques has swum in, he's really good at history. So do I know anything about this? And I'm speaking specifically to like the fact that this seems like a play. Is there like plays about this? Yeah, uh, roll, roll, and we'll, yeah, you can find uh, out. History is int plus int plus one. That's eleven. Eleven. Um, you see how this raccoon is standing with its chest puffed up, and it's phrasing as the raccoon says it. And like he takes one step forward, leaving his other foot planted, and as he, you know, says his line, you do recall it from a play, like. The and this play is called the uh, Kingdom in the Forest, and he seems to be taking on the role of the King of the Forest. Mm. Um, knowing this, I think Jacques sort of yells up and and says, "Um, it is this play acting? Uh, are you are you pretending, or do those two actually need to be separated?" He looks at you and with a grand gesture of his of his hand as he swipes it up and gesturing to the. Uh, Gum Gum and Bianca. It's like, this is no play. This is a battle to the death. And he like clenches his fist and closes his eyes and puts it down. Um, And Gum Gum just looks up and he goes, Gum Gum wasn't fighting to the death. Gum Gum was playing. Gum Gum? Uh, Bernadette, were you fighting to the death? Uh, she looks at you and goes, Snows. Right, uh, okay. Um, sir, um, could we talk to Gum Gum, please? If it's alright with you. He unclenches his fist and opens his eyes and looks up. Once again, with both of his hands gesturing up and about, he's like, I cannot stop my winning knight from speaking to those he deems worthy. Gum Gum, what say you to speak to these strange travelers of man and elf? And Gum Gum just kind of like looks up and goes, Gum Gum guess. <laughs> just, Gum Gum <laughs> kind of just shrugs. <laughs> what do you want with Gum Gum? Jesse misses you. His ears perk up at the name of Jesse. She sent us to find you and I'm glad we did. She'd like you to come back. What? Why would Jesse miss me? It's only been like... Then he, he kind of just stops and looks and it's like, Gum Gum don't know time. <laughs> it's been almost a week. Uh, it's gum been gum. one week since she looked at you. Sorry, copyright infringement, copyright infringement. I like that song a lot. It's really so funny. do I. I only know it from the Digimon movie. So every time I hear it, I just picture that. Anyways, so sorry. Continuing, <laughs> gum gum in trouble. 
<laughs> and he like puts his head down dejected. She just really misses you. Uh, we'll go back with you if you want. We'll go see Jesse together. What do you say? Gum Gum lo- looks back. Bianca just kind of with her two little arms just kind of gives like two thumbs up and goes, Yes, goes. If- Bianca, you can... Stay here. That, that's okay with me. <laughs> and the raccoon just goes, My knight leaving his kingdom? No, I banish thee. <laughs> uh, we can we can play another day. Okay. Um, we'll be back some other time. Bye, everybody. Charlene starts walking backwards. She has since found her pencil, uh, but hasn't turned her back and it just starts walking backwards <laughs> okay uh, that's so good Jacques has a wristwatch that he keeps on his wrist um, it's um, a nice fancy um, wristwatch not ostentatious but nice gold place Roman numeral numbers and he takes it off and he sort of tosses it up to the raccoon and he says um ah look um, maybe this time um this time was a mistake, but next time maybe keep track of the time, um, and 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 um, and then we won't have to keep coming out and interrupting your play. Uh, the raccoon catches it uh, and looks. I shall, time wizard. Now off with you. Uh, so you guys have returned to the front uh, porch, the front door of Jesse's home. And as you guys are have walked up to it, Gum Gum was like, Gum Gum knock, Gum Gum knock. And uh, he adjusts himself. He like shakes his tail and he gives one discernible knock. And once again, you hear, uh, Jesse from inside go come come and run you hear the running and the flinging open of, of the door and her eyes are just lighting up she you know kneels down and is just hugging and squeezing gum gum uh, the sight could be very odd just because it looks like she's squeezing him a little bit too hard but gum gum does not mm. seem to mind uh, she look. Jesse looks up at you too, and just goes, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." Um, we're we're happy to help. Um, he 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 was all right. He just um, he was busy playing and and um, and didn't know that you were worried. Isn't that right, Gum Gum? Yes, Gum Gum did not know how time worked. Gum Gum lost track. And does Gum Gum know how time works now? No. Oh, okay. So Jesse, you know, stands up holding Gum Gum. Gum Gum's legs are dangling. Oh yeah, uh, I I promised a reward, didn't I? Um, I uh, you could see like she's just looking around, like very nervously and kind of like in, in a bit of a panic. How about I um cook y'all dinner one night? I mean, not tonight. I, I'm unfortunately I'm a bit busy. Uh, but how about I don't know. Uh, next week. I cook y'all dinner. I make a really good stew. That sounds delightful. I would love to have dinner with you and Gum Gum. What do you say, Jacques? That that would be delightful. 
Oh, so many, so many dinners with so many people already. We'll have you for dinner. <laughs> and he gives a very toothy <laughs> grin. Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. That was a good time, huh? If you want to keep the good times rolling, you can contact us at Twitter at HeartbeatsCast. You can contact our wonderful storyteller at Adepsander. You can find the wonderfully talented Jazz at Orange Like Jazz. And you can find Humble or Me at Potentially Rob. Oh, and go have a look at our fancy new website at HeartbeatsCast.com. Lastly, if you've liked the show so far, we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes and like, rate and review us. It would mean a bunch. Bye, friend.